like Brent Laurie and I bet I could watch you smoke your air out all day. But when you're done doing whatever, when you're through playing whoever, you know that the Nats fans will be right here waiting for you. Hi, I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. And the Nationals have won an elimination game. Woo! <laughs> this is not a real episode. <laughs> we just wanted to drop in and kind of give our reactions in the moment, the day after after the game. Um, Two-thirds of us were there. Sorry, Laura, as usual. In the room where it happened, the room where it happened, the room where it happened. But you got to see the broadcast, so it's I like a viewpoint. It actually didn't suck. I am moderately impressed. TBS, I mean, they weren't great, but I didn't find myself angry with them, which I think is a postseason first. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, Sid and I were there. And uh, Sid, do you want to go? You want to go first with your on the field reactions? I blacked out, and then we won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for real i'm like i'm sure i i was there because uh, i accidentally stabbed someone in the hand with a pen uh oh my in my excitement but uh i don't have clear or chronological memories of yeah things happening uh of after after michael a taylor got hit by a, a pitch which he did he did not foul yep. foul it off the end of his bat he got hit by a pitch and there are a lot of salty brewers people about that uh, and then between that and Daniel Hudson recording the last out, um, it either took 15 hours or 30 seconds <laughs> or both. <laughs> I got showered in beer and do not did not realize it happened until after the game. Nice. Like I was like, why is my bag so wet? And I was like, oh, okay. Um, that was a crazy nine minutes. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, like, for nine minutes, they had the lead. And for several hours, they did not. And frankly, like, I went through a roller coaster of, like, grieving emotions. Like, there was anger. There was bargaining. There was, like, depression. There was acceptance. All within the course of, like, several hours. And then there was incredible elation. Now, was the crowd in it was the crowd done it was a little bit hard to tell because the broadcasters kind of paint the narrative that they want it, it was deafening yeah uh, no i mean beforehand like i know yeah. i know people were still there and people were going nuts but like were people still like holding on to hope or had the ballpark kind of resigned themselves to just being there for the end i i, I don't know i mean some people like they gave out towels and handkerchiefs and everyone's like things to soak up sweat and tears. Um, <laughs> and so like, I mean, people were, were frustrated um, for sure, but like frustration isn't a sign of resignation. Um, right. And like the, the zone, the strike zone was variable <laughs> is what I'm going to say. I agree. Um, I think, in my section, I think the only thing people were getting frustrated with was, was the umping, umping. Like, nobody really quit. Half of us didn't even sit down for the whole thing. Nice. Like, it, it felt very much like everyone in that stadium was still in it. And so I'm sure there were some people who were, like, just, like, had already given in to the grief. But I think they were the minority. Yeah. And, like, I mean, they were booing Ryan Braun. They were booing, there was some copious po booing of Josh Hader. 
Um, that was delightful. And uh, they were also booing the umpire, umpiring a lot. It was not. And people were like, yeah, and I, I mean, I had the little strike zone corners, um, which I like better than the full box. And it was interesting. To be fair, a lot of pitchers who don't normally miss the plate were missing the plate. Max was missing. Hater was missing. But they were also getting calls that were inconsistent with when they were legitimately missing. So it was kind of confusing, but it was still bad umping. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say like there were a couple of high strikes that were, you know, you always know something that's called a strike against your team that was called a ball against the other team and not, you don't, you know, you don't notice the reverse as much. And so like, what I will say is there were, there were a bunch of calls that varied between at bats if they were a strike or a ball because we were all looking at the at bat at bat app and going, no, it ain't to whatever it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely there was variation. But it was interesting in the context of like pitches that Max and Josh Hader, for what I've seen of him, both generally throw for strikes. They just weren't. Yeah. Um Josh Hader was I mean he I, the crowd maybe got to him, the heat maybe got to him, the moment got to him. I don't really care. Uh, maybe it mm-hmm. was our entire section flicking him off. Um, we were up in the 400s. <laughs> he could not see it. But, like, spiritually, <laughs> we told him to go fuck himself. Um, and literally. like. Yeah. The only thing I will add is that the outfielder who made that error, I'm sure, is, like, completely beating himself up. I'm blanking on his name. Grisham. I just Grisham. Recogn- what? Grisham. 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 I just hope he recognizes that, like, this is not truly on him. Like, yes, he made the blooper but hater put their team in that situation and he deserves this guilt yeah yeah and i think the other thing is um soto when he got tagged out everyone's like why were you off the bag off the bag like why did you get tagged out the inning could have kept going and he was like i was trying to distract them so that so that rendon could score and i'm like that's you're the best Oh, yeah. He was clearly trying to draw a throw. Yeah. He knew what he was about. Um, yeah. But, like, if you can... I mean, that's just, like, heads-up base running. Like, that was just real smart. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's... And I love you so much. I'm also gonna say, like, even if it wasn't, which I agree that it was absolutely smart base running, even if it wasn't, I don't care that he got like if he just got amped and kind of for, and he blacked out for a second i'm okay with it i'm okay with it it's fine it was a big moment you know and it worked whatever it and was. it worked so okay take us through take us through the emotional journey of the red porch 100 what were you guys feeling um god that's a hard question we were just like um yelling and screaming so much that I think my emotional journey was just how much louder can I scream at any given time? And I think most of us were roughly in the same position. Like we had our own routines that we were doing out there and it, it, it was, it was good. It was very nice. It was very good. I feel like it would have been good no matter the outcome, but the outcome was good. So. Um, Kay did text me several times during the game to tell me to breathe. Yes. 
I did. <laughs> I realized at a certain point, I was like, okay, Sydney's probably holding her breath and I, she can't pass out on the 400 levels because she will fall out of the stadium. So <laughs> I was just like, breathe. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh no, that's good advice. Thank you. Um, like multiple people reported that they felt lightheaded from screaming that much. Oh, I felt something rip in my throat. I'm actually surprised I can talk today. I felt lightheaded sitting on my couch quietly. (laughs) Quietly? (laughs) You weren't yelling? I actually wasn't yelling out of deference to my downstairs neighbors. I was talking to the TV pretty much throughout, but I was doing it in that kind of like quiet chanty way. So, Laura, you were home, though. What were you, what were your rituals while you were at home? Well, I think everybody saw the shrine, um, which was excellent. Work, uh, thank you. It, it's a candle circle and a bunch of time because I don't know. It seemed symbolic, and the Schur's jersey. I don't actually have anything for Corbin, so if anybody has an idea of a good symbol for Corbin in the prayer circle, let me know. Um, then I was watching from my couch. Then the third came along, and I changed my entire outfit and got in the shower. And I watched, like, five innings in the shower with the shower off, just sitting in the shower because of that one time we had that comeback when I was in the shower. Um, So I spent multiple innings in the shower. And then I left the shower because it wasn't working and ended up back on the couch and did a lot of, like, come on, Tony, come on, Tony, come on, Tony, come on, Tony sort of thing, but did not scream, but still might not have been breathing. And so, yeah, yeah. the 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 comeback to me was kind of a fugue moment i started full body ugly sobbing out of nowhere like zero to bawling which i frankly have never legitimately done like i know i tweet a lot about like oh i'm crying like the kind of bs hyperbolic way we all do but i was legitimately sitting on my couch with tears streaming down my face in disbelief like with no idea what was happening to me physiologically just watching the score change and not fully understanding why. Oh my um, god! <laughs> apparently, oh my god. people were watching. So that's what I was doing. Uh, didn't know that the third run score or that the third run scored, and we're like, oh, oh, it's tied. Why is every? Oh my god! Like people went into the ninth, being like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The broadcast. So the broadcast wasn't showing the plate; it was showing Juan. Oh, okay. I mean, I get it, but also... mm -mm. Yeah, so if you didn't see the number change again, like, it took me several seconds to figure out what must have happened because the number moved, and then I realized where Juan was, he must have drawn the throw, and what happened. But yeah, no, you didn't see immediately... You saw it on replay. You saw everybody score on replay, but in the immediate live feed, you were not looking at home. You were looking at Juan. Which is exactly what Juan Soto wanted. Mm-hmm. Yes, and generally what I want too. Although in this case, you know, it might have been nice to see the plate. I always like I, looking at Tony. I particularly enjoy yes. looking at Tony when he's scoring the winning run. I would like agree. One hundred percent, always. But in particular, you know, also his daughter is really cute. <laughs> oh, she's adorable. So, um, about Tony, I completely forgot that I recorded this. Um, but so thank you, fi- uh, friend of the podcast, Alexa, for reminding me by asking me to send it to you. Um, when we were on our, the Metro on the way home, a spontaneous chant broke out on the escalator of uh, Pay Rendon or Brisa. I don't even remember now what it was. I was just like, this is amazing. Um, 
just the whole escalator and then turned into the whole metro platform basically chant chanting pay rendon that's amazing it was great um speaking of speaking of rendon sydney in the better late than never department i do have a surprise for you my boyfriend's back and he's gonna hit a double. Hela, Hela. My boyfriend's if back. If you throw him a slider, then you're gonna be in trouble. Hela, Hela. My boyfriend's back. You've been throwing heaters you thought he'd swing through. Hela, Hela. My boyfriend's but back. Watch out now, cause he's coming after you. Hela, Hela. My boyfriend's back. <sighs> There's more. But that's... <laughs> that is now Sydney's tone. internal music for the rest of time. <laughs> um, nothing would bring me greater joy. I will say, just for the record, for the universe. The version that I know is the version that they did in the stage version of Jersey Boys. So if you're like a purist about the angels or something, I don't know anyone who is, but if you are, it's not technically their version. It's technically the version from Jersey Boys. But I there's like six different harmony tracks of me. So whatever. Don't be picky, <laughs> please. I tried really hard. It was beautiful. And no one should <laughs> say anything bad about it or Anthony Rendon ever again. That seems reasonable. <laughs> I, fa- totally fair totally fair um i think we're gonna wrap up our special day after elimination game win victory with that w- those wise words of advice from sydney ah. <laughs> especially <laughs> since she seems to be broken now oh yeah <laughs> all right we got a whole another series to get through, and we're gonna get we're go- we are collectively going to get through it emotionally. Hold me down, Agla. <laughs> I'm Kay. I'm Laura, and I'm Sydney. Let's go Nats. Let's go Nats. Let's go Nats. Please come back, Tyler. It's just not the same since you went away. We really miss your eyewear. Confused that is at the plate. There's a C for you right next to Drew, and we need you to pitch the A. Besides, there's no other team uses chocolate sauce to celebrate.